The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Red, to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the word of God, authoritatively for everyone, not just for Christians, for everyone. I mean, it is our creator's word. It is authoritative for everyone. And uh, we call people to that, which we're going to do here in just a moment. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and SonsOfLibertyMedia.com is where you can find us. In fact, if you want to see the faces made for radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, go to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Scroll down there on the right, and the video feed is going live right now. You can also catch that video feed on my Twitter account at FPPTim on Twitter. Uh, Periscope is Setting Brush Fires, as well as our Facebook page, Bradley Dean SOL. Our YouTube page is B. Dean Sons of Liberty. Beforeitsnews.com, we're there every weekday morning at 6 a.m., 8 a.m. on Saturdays with uh, Kate Shimbarani. And then 3 p.m., Bradley comes in Monday through Saturday. By the way, be in prayer for Bradley. He and his family are traveling to, I believe it's Michigan this week, and uh, giving their presentation of our Christian and constitutional heritage. Again, it's not just a talk radio. It's a do radio. It's out in the midst of the people. It's educating them. It is informing them so they can do what is right. Look, you have freedoms not to just do whatever you want to do, okay, no matter how lawless it is, but to do what is right. That's what you have freedom to do. This country was founded upon Christian principles. Yes, I have a little problem with Judeo-Christian, but I understand where Bradley's going with it in a certain thing, but historically, I, I have a problem with, with the combination of the two. These are Christian principles, These are principles that are laid out in the Word of God, Old and New Testament. The God of the Old Testament is not different than the God of the New Testament. They're both the same. And before I bring on Lynn this morning, and by the way, you can catch us on Spreely Gab, MeWeMinds, and USA.life at Sons of Liberty or Sons of Liberty Media. Before I bring on Lynn, I want to really reiterate this. This is a constant theme. If we are going to repent before God, if we're going to see long-lasting change, God has given us the means for doing that. And this goes to everybody who has a child out there or a grandchild, okay, or a great-grandchild. You have the power to make the change. You do. You don't need a politician to make change for you. Whether it's a president, a congressman, a senator, a city councilman, 
You don't, you have the power to do it. Do you know how you do it? Through your children. Let me give you this. This is what God says. Okay. Hero Israel, not geopolitical modern day Israel, which is Antichrist, but the church. This is the people of God. Hero Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart, your heart, first. And you shall teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thy house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes. You guys, you know, enamored with the mark of the beast. Guess what? This is it. This is it. Do you bind the law of God? Do you put it in your mind? Is it part of the actions that you do? That's what it's talking about. Or do you submit to man's tyranny and his commandments? And thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house and on thy gates. And it shall be when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land which he sware unto their fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give thee great and goodly cities, which thou buildest not, and houses full of good things, which thou fillest not, and wells digged, which thou diggest not, vineyards and olive trees, which thou plantest not, when thou shalt have eaten and be full, then beware, lest thou forget the Lord, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Now, guys, I say that leading in because every Rotten to the Core Wednesday when we bring land on, this is what we're dealing with. The federal government, the state government, has no authority, zero. They have zero authority to be doling out money, dictating to you what you teach your kids or how they're to be taught. That is your responsibility, not theirs. It is yours. Don't give me excuses. Oh, well, tell them we don't have money. Oh, we don't have the... Don't give me that. It's, it's yours and my responsibility to teach our kids. Plain and simple. There's no excuses. And the fact of the matter is, if you're in a position where you can't do that because of the indoctrination you've had before, then God calls you to repentance. I call you to repentance. And as long as you're moving in that trajectory, I think that God will open the doors for you to do what he commanded. I I really believe that. I mean, it... He's not going to command that which he cannot provide for, okay, if you are a true believer. All right, with that said, that's opening up Rotten to the Core Wednesday. Here is our Common Core diva, Lynn Taylor. Good morning, Lynn. Well, hello, hello. <laughs> now, Lynn, you have been spending, you've been, you've been one of these people. Look, um, what I just read out of Deuteronomy, you've been a mom who've done that for three girls. Uh, yep. You've been uh, a wife to your husband. And so I know you believe these things, you've lived them. And so when, mm-hmm. when you come on and you speak, you bring not just some person in an ivory tower who's reading words and slapping them out there in articles and whatever. You're a person who's actually lived this. And so when we start to talk about this today, about the issue mm-hmm. that the federal government, that the state governments have, you know, really who are supposed to be sovereign. I mean, the states are supposed to be sovereign in themselves, sovereign countries. They've lost that sovereignty. They've submitted themselves to the federal government in areas that the federal government has no responsibility, no authority to be uh, delegating anything. 
you've been a person who's done that. So when you come on and you talk to us about the things that you're finding, it's not that, again, you're sitting in an ivory tower, you know, contemplating things. You're bringing people stuff that impacts your life, their life, your our children's life, and uh, and you do it as a labor of love. You don't get paid to do it. Uh, you obviously have a button for support, but it's like the Sons of Liberty. Many people say, hey, we support you, um, but don't do that. Now, I've had some guys in the chat room who've been very gracious, um, and we appreciate all the support. I know Lynn does from what she's had, too, because she was tickled to death. Somebody uh, sent a donation the other week. But, Lynn, you come at this from the heart of a mother who has done this for, for years. And uh, so what do you have for us today where the uh, the beast, as it were, the D.C. government, continues to usurp its constitutional authority to attack the parents and their children? What do you got for us this week? Well, we have two bills that are in the Senate, and both of them are coming at the families through the supposed help that, oh, yes, the government's here to help you because, after all, we're in COVID and things are so nasty and you can't get to what you need to. So, oh, let us come in and let us help you get those services that you need, and it's by throwing money at education. Now, two of the senators behind one bill, I'm not surprised. The one that really just chaps my Wheaties is a senator, Dr. Rand Paul from Kentucky. This man is a Republican. He claims to be one of the most ardent constitutionalists we have in Congress today. And he has had the Kool-Aid because he's right up there with the, the, the two other senators going, yes, let the government come in and help you. And we know, Tim, anytime the government says they're going to rush in to help you, we know that comes with strings. And those strings are those wraparound services that we have talked about for I cannot tell you how many episodes. And so if you have that very first image, that's from 1995, and it shows the kind of wraparound child bubble that the government wanted to be able to attach to to the family, to be able to manipulate the family. And here we are in 2020, and we're seeing that happen. Okay, well, I, you know, here's the thing. We've talked about uh, Rand Paul before. Uh, he stood for mm-hmm. a lot of good things. There's no question about that. But the uh, problem is, is that when you get into this education, I'm wondering why he's not as constitutional as his dad. I mean, his dad has put out the Ron Paul curriculum, which we promote. Um, and I'll have the link up there for people. If you're look, if you're if you're saying this is going to cost me a lot of money, yeah, you know what? It cost my family a lot of money. We had ten kids. Um, we pay our taxes, uh, property taxes, which they hold a gun to our head. If you don't pay them, you can't drive. You can't get your sticker for your car. Uh, they threaten to put you in jail, fine you, and all this other stuff, which is immoral. And then on top of that, we pay for our kids' books. My wife, the other week, my wife was saying, hey, I want to start school this week. Um, can I get the books? And I'm like, well, can you hold off another week because um, – you know, things were so tight. We don't make a lot of money here, people. We we just don't. We're, YouTube's not monetized. Whatever money we get from Sons of Liberty Media is is very little. And so we're supported by people like you guys. But the fact of the matter is we not only pay for everybody else's kids' education, then we have to go behind and pay for our own kids' education. So I understand exactly what's going on. And uh, sadly, Rand Paul has 
fallen a little further from the tree. He's still got a lot of good things from in him from his dad, but he's fallen far from the tree as far as what his dad has promoted as well. Right, and, you know, it's that same mindset of, okay, well, I pay for my kids as well as your kids, and that's why you have a lot of homeschool families who are, oh, yes, let's go get those tax vouchers or those tax credits, or, yes, let's use those education savings accounts. So you've got a really worn-out mindset that's gimme, 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 and, of course, the government's now rushing in. Yes, we can give you. Yes, we can give you because we passed the CARES Act and we have billions and billions of dollars and we'll just throw money at everybody and everything's going to be hunky-dory. Well, no, it's not because any time, and we've talked about this, any time you take government money for any reason, especially in education, that is when the government says, oh, goody, I can come in and now tell you how to educate and that's exactly what we've talked about. And this is something that people are not understanding. All they're doing is they're going along with all the stuff about, well, with COVID, I can't get to school. And if I can't get to school, well, Johnny and Susie can't have lunch or they can't have breakfast or they can't have their, you know, after school program or this or that or the other. And one of the things about the bill from Senators Scott and Lamar Alexander is it's wanting to use, it's called School Choice Now, I believe it is, is their act. Now, this one's so stupid new, it doesn't even have a bill number, but yet if you go on uh, Representative Scott's website, you can read the bill, and you can see exactly what they're going to do, and that is they're going to use the money, part of the money that was set aside from the CARES Act to give directly to families. So what's going to happen is that those grants, that are going to the state to fix education or supposedly fix it instead of going to the schools because nobody's at schools right now it's going to go to the families well here's the argument that a lot of people are coming up with well if schools are closed and you're not having you know classes and you've got everybody stuck on a computer why not give me my tax dollars back that was supposed to go to the school amen and while that makes while that makes sense in some way, again, if the government gives you your tax money back, which is what these education savings accounts are and these freedom scholarships and all this other junk that's advertised as, you know, your money, it comes with strings. Well, of course it does. I mean, th- th- this is this is part of the issue. Every time, you know, uh, my friend Matt Trujillo and I, you know, he said almost verbatim, not what well, I shouldn't say verbatim. When I was speaking to the South Carolina, um, I think it was the Judiciary Committee when they were looking at Convention of States, Matt Trujillo was speaking in Wisconsin uh, to his, whatever, the local authority there. And this was part of the issue is taking the government cheese. When you yeah. take the government cheese, there's a trap there that's ready to be sprung on you. And most people don't even contemplate. They just go, well, they're giving me money. They're giving me a tax break. I need that. Look, and I understand it, people. You're struggling every, well, here it is. South, uh, here, let, me, let, me, let, let me let Lynn uh, answer this question. South Coastal Salt says, what strings are attached to this, Lynn? Why don't you tell him? 
Okay. Well, first of all, you have in the Every Student Succeeds Act the mandate on page 17 that all education has to be aligned to the same post-secondary readiness standards. So that takes out your school choice right there. Okay, that's one of the strings. The other string is that any money that comes to your family in the name of education comes with data tracking strings. And if you don't think that sounds bad, I just listened to a UNESCO artificial intelligence webinar yesterday, um, filmed the whole stupid thing, have it on my Common Core Diva Facebook page. Yeah, it's sideways, but at least it's out there and you can hear. But you cannot believe the plans that are that are coming down the pike for artificial intelligence and that is one of the things that is playing into this online learning and there are okay now we have said before there are hundreds of, of data points that are collected on our children right personal private information all the way down to their biometrics which is how how rapid their heartbeat is or you know how anxious they are things like that things that the government has no business knowing I found out yesterday, Tim, that 50 million data points are collected on not just our children, but on every stinking one of us. So those are some of the strings that come with it, because with the money comes the data. It's like the money that follows the child, okay? Uh, it, it, it's and it aligns their education to what the government wants, not what Johnny and Susie want, not what you as Johnny and Susie's mom and dad want. It also involves all those wraparound services that we've talked about, your mental health care. It misdiagnoses some of those mental uh, health care things in the first place. You've got uh, uh, doctor visits and food and, you know, uh, it's, it's just, it's so Orwellian, it's not even funny. So, you know, someone even having to ask what strings. I mean, my stars, think of a puppet. That's what our government wants to do through these stupid uh, school choice bills that are that have reared their head one more time. And let's remember one thing, too, Tim. Okay, Lamar Alexander, one of the, and I called him a criminal in my particular article, and he is one of the worst criminals who is walking around scot-free. Back in the 80s, what did he want to do? He sat before the um, uh, National Governors Association and said, one day there's going to be a day where we go to the hospital and we don't just get the baby, we get the mama and the baby, and we give them wraparound service. Now, he didn't he didn't speak it this way, but his point was we're going to give them everything they need, those wraparound services. And we're going to track them from the time that little one's born until that little one is uh, working. And, Tim, where the fudge are we now? We're at that same place, and here he is, and this is going to be one of the last things that man does because he's not running for reelection. Of course he's going to try to get School the stuff around school choice because school choice, as we have said many, many times, the funds that go with that supposed choice are the actual tool that will as public education as we know it. It's meant to ruin it. It's a fascism tool, and it's a pay for success, uh, pay as you go success system that has failed communism systems. It's failed in every country that it's worked in, and yet we have our Congress rabid 
over school choice because it's going to give everyone that lily-covered version of somehow you're free to do what you want to do, and I'm sorry, no, you're not. Well, this is part of the issue here, and boy, we've lost uh, some problems. We've had some problems here with uh, the restart, and I apologize that for people. Um, We're going to see if we can restart it up and... uh, catch the second part of this anyway we're recording it for podcast and uh, we're going to see what we can do here we lost some people in what we were doing um sorry i'm just restarting here lynn one of the things that uh comes up comes to mind here is the issue that here is somebody like lamar alexander now he's getting close to eternity um he should be a little more i don't know cautious and careful about what he's doing, but he's not. Uh, We have somebody like Rand Paul, maybe not as close. I don't know. I don't know what God's plan is for that. But uh, him endorsing this, and all of this kind of goes to the issue that the law doesn't change. Here's the thing. Yes, can the U.S. Constitution be amended? Yes, it can. It can be amended. But the problem is, is not that it can be amended. The fact is what it is now. Let me show people a little bit uh, of what the U.S. Code is, because you have this as sort of the headline here. And I don't know why my my screen is kind of acting up here, but uh, it is, and uh, it's driving me crazy. Anyway, uh, maybe I won't bring that up, because I don't know why it's doing what it's doing. (sighs) Sometimes (laughs) Sometimes <laughs> you just want to scream, people. You really do. <laughs> uh, technology is wonderful, and at the same time, it's just a major pain. Yeah. Um, anyway, let me just read here. Uh, 20 U.S.C. 1232A, Prohibition Against Federal Control of Education. No provision of any applicable program shall be construed to authorize any department agency, officer, or employee of the United States to exercise any direction, supervision, or control over the curriculum, program of instruction, administration, or personnel of any educational institution, school, or school system. That seems pretty clear, Lynn. Why are we even having a discussion about any bill, any talks of anything regarding any education or curriculum, or instruction, or administration, or personnel at the federal level. Why are we having that when the law says um, you guys button it up and uh, head back off over there to do what you're supposed to do? You want to know why we're having this discussion? It's because every person in Congress and out of Congress is looking at that and going, well, money's not a program. It's not a person. It's not a, you know, it's not any of the things you just read. They're going to be that um, obtuse, if you will, because, well, it wasn't named. And if it wasn't named, then I can get away with it. Well, no, uh-uh, because funding for those programs and funding for those services and all that other stuff comes from the federal government. And just because it goes to the state treasury or ends up in your bank account to help you with education, it's still federal funding, which is against the law. 
it's against the Constitution, but so many people don't know their Constitution to know that. And this is what just absolutely fries my brain. We have become a society that is so indoctrinated and so dumb that because it's it's kind of like, you remember the, the open book, what we used to have for open book tests? And you would look, and you were looking for a specific phrase in a, uh, in a sentence. And if it was not worded exactly like that, look at the number of children who, who missed that. But if you had someone who could read it and interpret it and then say, oh, well, this is what they want in that open book test. They are the ones who got it. So there are ones like us who, they, when they read that code, they understand. It's not just the personnel or the program or the service or the resource. It's the friggin' funding, too. Sorry, I'm, I'm just no, it, so it, upset no, it, over No, it, it is. It is all of that. I think people agree with you in the chat. You know, South Coastal Assault says I pay six thousand dollars a year in just school taxes. Well, uh, be glad you're not in in New York. I about fell out of my chair when Victor told us, uh, and you guys remember yeah. Victor uh, from Tuesday mornings. Uh, he told me they were paying nine thousand dollars in the state of New York for school taxes, not for property taxes, not for any right. Just nine, and he and his wife. He's like in his 80s. Um, and, and by the way, I was just going to let you guys know, um, Lois was able to come home the day after. Uh, I don't know if it was an anxiety attack. I don't know if it was a small heart attack, whatever, but they were able to bring home. We appreciate your prayers for that. I'm sure Victor and Lois appreciate that too. But they're paying $9,000. I about fell out of my chair. I said, dude, I couldn't even afford to live in your state. I mean, they'd throw me in jail because I don't have $9,000 to give up in taxes. I mean, we're barely getting by as it is. Right. So how right. how and and this is an this is immoral and this brings me to something else before you start leading us into all the documentation here that we have. Okay. It's immoral because it assumes that government has the right to the fruit of our labor, and and to the fruit of our womb or through the fruit of the womb, uh, our children, and what we earn. It assumes that. Now, that is not a biblical mindset at all, because even in the Bible, when tithes are commanded, okay, there's no throw somebody in jail if they don't pay the tithe. It's just, you know what? If you trust me and you pay the tithe, I'm going to bless you. And if you don't, you're robbing me and I'm not going to bless you. It's just as simple as that. But it's not a thing of, hey, I'm going to take away your liberty. I'm going to throw you in jail. I'm going to uh, steal your children from you. And uh, boy, do we have some stuff coming up in the next, I believe in the next month or two, uh, to where that's going to take place. This whole COVID hoax stuff. And folks, if you think this is real, I, I just, I don't know what to tell you at this point. Either you're stupid and or willingly ignorant. I, I just, I don't know what it is. Um, but we're facing these kinds of things. Uh, but Lynn, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Everything that you bring to us on Wednesdays, all of this stuff is illegal. It's yeah. unconstitutional. It's unlawful. That means these people are criminals. And I don't know how long they think they're going to hide behind the skirt of legality or not. But the fact of the matter is, when people get hungry, people like Lamar Alexander are going to have a bullseye on their back. I mean, they're just going to have it. And right. this isn't just Lamar Alexander. It isn't Democrats. It's largely, I mean, it's Republican and Democrat who do this. The Trump administration has been pushing this stuff, too. We've talked about that before. All of these people oh, are going yeah. to have a, a bullseye painted on their back 
And no, I'm not calling for anything. I'm just saying, if you leave out the depravity of man, when man gets hungry and his kids are hungry and you've cut off his only source of providing for his family and stuff like that, this is what I've said all along for people in America. When your bellies get empty, then you'll start responding to the stuff. Until then, we're just giving you the information because until then, you're just going to go about your life thinking all is well. But that's fixing to come to an end. I really believe that. Yeah. Well, um, I'm not a fan of, of Nietzsche, but if you will show that particular slide, that would be lovely because I dissected that and put it towards what we're seeing happen with this fallacy over school choice. Okay. All right. Um, oh. I uh, something happened here, and um, okay, it I was that, it, it was it, the second image. Yep, I've got it, but I've got some kind of weird thing going on with my. Uh, oh, my, okay. My computer. Go ahead. Go ahead and talk about it. Okay. Well, if if folks can't see it, that's fine. I can read it. It's sometimes people don't want to hear the truth because they don't want their illusions destroyed, and that was by Frederick Nietzsche. And what I have for folks is that school choice is also known as pay for success or tax vouchers, money and data that follows your student, education savings accounts, or freedom education opportunities, and they're supposedly supposed to put in a parent's in charge. Now, that's the illusion. The truth of it is, is that school choice, where the parents were really in control, died with the Every Student Succeeds Act because all education had to be the same thing. School choice is also a communistic fascist tool for total control in America. School choice puts all families at risk of government intrusion at all levels, and that is one of the things that is really apparent in Rand Paul's bill. Because he goes in and he names every single type of service that families supposedly are being denied right now. And yes, all this money would go help them access. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I get it. He, they're, they're doing these things unconstitutionally. And again, Rand Paul is a guy who's, who has stood for the Constitution. And yet, what is he doing in this? How, how do you... How do you separate yourself out from that? I don't understand what right. what he thinks he's doing in this. I don't know, but I do know that Lamar Alexander and uh, Bobby Scott's bill, it's not going to do the same thing that um, Rand's is going to do. What what their bill is going to do, and that's the one that's unnum that that doesn't even have a number yet. So that's the one has the yellow circle around the S because there's a blank and it's not been assigned to a committee. All right, what that one's going to do is that one's going to amend the IRS tax codes that we have so that not only can the citizens um, have an opportunity to receive scholarships, but that your corporate world can come in and help contribute to these freedom scholarships in the name of COVID. So, Tim, what is that showing you? It's opening up the public-private partnership box one more time. And we knew from previous conversations that in education are absolutely unconstitutional, immoral, and un-American. 
Well, I, no, I completely agree. I completely agree. Um, part of the thing that uh, Paul has here is he, you know, it sounds good. Let the let the people use their own tax money to fund their kids' education. Well, the problem is, well, Dr. Paul, why don't you simply eliminate the people paying that tax money to the federal government only to be sucked out like, what, 90% by the bureaucracy there and 10% given back to the people to do their education? Why don't you just simply say, hey, let's stop taxing people for education. Let them keep that money. And let's get out of the education business because it's unconstitutional. That seems to me to be the proper way to respond. And, and yeah, it would be. I mean, if he really wanted to let people use their own money, which that was such a deceptive phrase, just don't even tax them on it. You're absolutely right. Just leave them alone, you know. But, no, they're not going to do it. And here's why they're not going to do it, because money attached. To education means data. Data means human capital. And if you want to think that human capital is some pie-in-the-sky concept, that um, slide with the green background and the white words on it, that is from the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, which is a UN partner. They are the ones who came up with the term human capital. And if you look at their particular definition of what it is, it's that you're a cog in the wheel. And look at it, the importance of human capital as creator. No, God's our creator. Human capital is what is being turned into all these artificial intelligence uh, data points that are being used against us or meant to control us, because that's exactly what is going to happen, is that, or is happening, is that we're being controlled and slotted and plotted where these computer systems want to put it. Well, I, yeah, sadly that is the case, and the people would have it so because they're not rising up against it. Again, you know, Lynn, you and I have talked about this before. When somebody brings up the issue of education like you do, you put your heart and soul into it, uh, blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> and when they hear education, they go, oh. Boy, I'm so tired. I know. I, you, I mean, they don't find it as attractive as, oh, Joe Biden just selected Kamala Harris. I, she, you know, I, and uh, I don't even want to get off on that topic yet because I want to see there's a part of me that says, has anyone found Kamala Harris and uh, Joe Biden alone in a room before? Because this woman is known for, you know, sleeping her way to the top. There's no question about that. And Joe Biden is, is known for putting his hands but they're they're more into that something that doesn't even impact their life than they are what you and I are talking about this morning that affects not only them it affects their children what well you know let me let me just let me go down that 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 Biden Harris road just for a second okay oh back in 2019 when all the the plentiful number of candidates that we had that were jumping on the bandwagon to from the Democratic side and supposedly the Republican side, when those people started, oh, yes, I'm going to run for president, blah, 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 blah. I did a series of articles on each of the candidates at that point, their education platform. And I pointed out how status quo and how 
myopic, if you will, the plans were from each candidate. So, in other words, it didn't matter if they had an R or a D on their jersey, as you say. It was the education platforms were almost carbon copies of each other. And one of the things that Harris has pointed has wanted to do is expand school days from like 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. And now she's up to to be supposedly the vice president. If you look at Biden's track record, he's been in bed with the big unions for nothing but workforce education. But if you look at Pence and Trump, same blasted stuff. So you know, the system's rigged. We know that. Okay? So it's not going to matter which of the, those teams are, are in there. It's going to be a mess for us, and we're going to have to do the cleanup. Exactly. And I'm glad you made that point because some people say Trump 2020, they'll jump in and you're like, but there's no difference in this agenda between the two people. There's just not. Both of them want to control your children. They want to take your children away from you. Now, they tell you they don't. They tell you, no, this is not what this is about because they have to appeal to an American culture, which is a Christian culture. I mean, it still has those vestiges of Christianity, folks. It really does. But they're fading because people are apostatizing from the Christian faith. But the fact of the matter is the foundations were laid. And this is why it said, I think this is part of the issue, why there was no authority given. And if somebody says, well, what are you talking about? Where's the constitutional authority you're talking about? Ninth and Tenth Amendments. We didn't give it to you, federal government. You don't have it. And if you have it, it's because you usurped it. And so this is part of the problem, Lynn, is that people do not understand What's being done to them? They point to communist China. They point to former communist Russia. They point to other countries and they say, see how bad those guys, those, those bad guys, they were after the kids. They, were, they point to Hitler. Oh, he went after the children. What do you think's going on in your country, people? What well, do you think's going on absolutely. there? And if any, yeah, if anybody thinks that, that Trump, Pence, oh, they're really the way to go, well, no, they're not. And I have detailed that how I've detailed that immensely. Mike Pence, you go ask anyone who lived in the state of Indiana when he was governor and you go talk to those anti-common core warriors or those anti-federal education warriors from there. And they will tell you that man absolutely betrayed that entire state by saying, oh, yes, we got rid of Common Core, and then turn around and rebranded it. And he is such, he is a a champion for career tech education. Trump is no better. Trump wants $5 billion for education freedom scholarships that will do nothing but tie government strings to your child in the name of supposed freedom, but there is no freedom when you look at the mandate that says all education has to be aligned to the same post-secondary readiness workforce standards as laid out in the Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act. You cannot have freedom when all your education does is align you to be somebody else's flunky. Well, no, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And um, I, uh, you, you had this issue here. Um, now, uh, I, you, call, you, you wrote Bobby Scott, but I think you meant Tim Scott, right? I that, thought it was Bobby. 
Maybe I was wrong. Yeah, I Tim, could be wrong. Tim Scott introduces okay. the Choice Act okay. to increase it. Yeah, now he's my, from. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's from. I need to go correct that. Yeah, okay. he's. Yeah, Sorry. I was just. I was going to let you know because I just noticed that. Um, oh, crud. <laughs> he, that's okay. That's we all make mistakes. It's I'm no human. I make yep. mistakes. It's okay. I will fix it. <laughs> well, this guy is from my state. You know, when he came out, he spoke about Jesus Christ and this, that, and the other. He's very open about that. And yet, I've seen this guy go down the same stinking road as everybody else that comes out and gets into the federal government, and they they just betray their people. I, I just Tim Scott is no different than um, who's the other guy that's up there, uh, Lindsey Graham. As far as I'm concerned, he jumped right in. It didn't take him years to do it. He started doing it almost immediately. Started succumbing to the stuff that was going on there. And I'm like, what are you doing, dude? What are you doing? And uh, as you said, he is pushing the Choice Act to increase educational opportunity for families across the nation. It's something very similar to Rand Paul. It sounds good. You use your tax money for this, that, and the other. Well, the problem is, is you have to pay that tax money in. Certain percentage of that gets siphoned off by the bureaucracy. Then it gets sent back to you in the form of usually a tax credit uh, for you to do the other. And part of that, as soon as you accept the government cheese, and that's what it is, folks, Mm -hmm. it's government cheese. As soon as you accept that, there are those strings attached to it, like what you said in the Every Student Succeeds Act, uh, to where you're responsible to do these things or else. I mean, they haven't Mm -hmm. enforced that yet. And we haven't even got to the issues yet, uh, Lynn, where what's coming in the fall, this is on my mind. I don't mean to get off the subject. But I think what we're going to find out coming next month in September and October and November is going to it's going to make people wonder what country we live in. I, I just I really believe that I'm not a prophet or a son of a prophet or I haven't had dreams or any of that other stuff, but I really see it coming because people want to adhere to the law. And again, yeah. folks, uh, I appeal back to. Uh, what Scripture says, the Old and the New Testament, every call to repentance, whether it was from a prophet in the Old Testament, whether it was from Jesus and his apostles or John the Baptist in the New Testament, it was always a call of repentance towards God and towards his law. And we've, we, we say, to heck with that. We've got to vote Trump in because we don't want Biden in there. We're scared of Biden. And yet, Lynn, you're pointing out Trump is doing the same thing. Well, he, of course he is. He's doing the same because thing. So the what, people are what the then, people are I being mean, lied to. You 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 have to go back probably to Eisenhower to to understand just how awful education has has been for years. So it's not just we're picking on Trump. We're not just picking on Biden. No, you have to go back at least to Eisenhower. But you know, let's remember one thing. This is all being done supposedly as a COVID relief. And what we're seeing also, and this is another place I wanted us to go because it does tie into this, is that you've got, you know, the CARES Act had billions of dollars set aside for education. The HEROES Act, not quite long yet, also has billions for education. Where do you think all this money is going to come from? It's not just the taxpayers because, believe me, our taxes are going to skyrocket to pay for all this crap. It's going to be the corporate America, the corporate uh, world, uh, and I do mean, you know, outside of America, 
Um, that's who's going to be able to because you've got bills like HR2, which is the moving forward at, which we covered, I think it was last week we did, uh, you know, the parts about education. But if you look at the, the infrastructure, not just for education, but how it melds into uh, health care and the overreaches in the name of COVID that HR2 has, it's going to totally restructure our entire nation to bring up exactly your point, which is people are going to really start to wonder what country did they just wake up in? No, I know. I, I completely agree. Um, yeah, I, I get it. South Coastal, uh, they, they're writing, um, without paying the Caesar, they take her home. This is the part where I'm trying to get across to you. Those property taxes come locally. You've got to stand up against them. We've got them here in York County. Every time I go to pay it, I make it loudly known. When I go in there, I said, this is immoral. It is wrong. I own this property. You have no right to tax it. Same thing I say with what I what I um, earn. And by the way, for those who are interested, when you earn something, especially on a 1099, uh, most of the time, you're trading at work for um, money. In other words, you're giving an even trade. You're not making a profit. The, the Supreme Court has already ruled that's not that's not income, according to the Supreme Court. And um, you can fill out your forms on your IRS to deal with that, where you show, hey, I have no income, zero. Been doing it for a while. This is part of the issue where they're getting you. It is this word sorcery. I don't know how to put it any other word, any other way. They're playing you out of your fear against going up. Well, Tim, they'll throw me in jail. Okay, so they're going to be thugs. And what would we do with thugs if thugs came to our house? Well, I'll tell you what I would do. I would use the rights protected under the Second Amendment to deal with the thugs. In this case, I'll deal with the same issue. And so they're using... They're using the law against us. They're writing under the color of law. This is what Lynn is pointing out. Let me just give something here, Lynn, briefly Mm -hmm. uh, that came out yesterday. This is from our friend Max Lavo. Uh, Regarding taxes, Trump didn't cut your taxes. He deferred them. You Mm -hmm. get to pay them back. And here's what he writes real quickly, and I'll let you get on to, to what you got to say there. People are erroneously stating that Donald Trump's executive order signed over the weekend cuts payroll taxes on workers. It doesn't. It defers the taxes, meaning you still have to pay them at a later date. If we ever expect to, to have any kind of honest and rational society, we have to start waking up to the truth. Of course, taxation of labor is, always was, and always will be theft. And what does God say about that, Christian? He says, you shall not steal. So if you want to support a guy who wants to steal from you, go ahead. The other team wants to do that too. They both want to steal from you. This is what I can't, I, I, you know, there's a, I watched this stupid thing with Laura Trump and you know why they put her on there. She's eye candy. Um, They put her on there with some guy with his MAGA hat on, and then they brought in Gina Loudon. And Gina Loudon's already, you know, pretty much shown herself to not be a conservative. She's whatever you want her to be. Uh, Whatever will get her the job, whatever will get her the money. Uh, That's what I've seen out of her. I haven't seen her stand up, really, for 
constitutional Christian principles. I haven't seen that. I've seen her succumb to whoever her God is, which I don't see being the God of the Bible. But they bring her on, and all these people say, Tim, what are you talking about? How He's much different than Biden. Is a, he's only different in how he looks and what he says. But when, he, when it comes to what he does, there ain't really much difference here. There's a little bit, but it ain't much. There, there is still an issue that government can solve the problem, no matter what they say. And in this case, you know, when again, when the issue of taxation comes, oh, we're going to do this, you know, and you watch the Axios um, interview, Lynn. I don't know if you saw that. This guy, Jonathan Swan. And I'm mm-hmm. probably ideology, ideologically opposed to Jonathan. But he asks a question, and Trump goes off about how great he is and what a great thing he's done and how wonderful he is, and it's better than anything. I mean, he has nothing critical about what his administration has done at all. It's all about pomp and praise and pride. And, you know, the Bible says pride goes before a fall. And and we have this. This is the same thing going on in education. This administration has continued to push that. Right. Well, let's, you know, let's. Uh, go back to HR2 for just a minute. Supposedly, the purpose of that particular bill is to update the transportation system across America. So why in the name of all that's holy is education embedded 393 times? It's because one way or the other, the government is going to control how we live. And if you think it's just about education, it's not. Because in HR2, Supposedly, in the name of COVID relief, Tim, we have to have our water sources controlled by the federal government. And as I said on an interview yesterday, that we might as well be Bolivia because, you know, the government went in and they took water away from the people and sold it back to them. Well, that that could happen. But that's just one of the things in HR2. Think about your health care. They're going to use census data to control the mental health services that are available. Think about the fact the digital equity that is woven into HR2 that not only attaches to the next generation 911, which will use geo-tracking, and the digital equity is going to be competitive grants that are given to the state because according to the federal government in this particular act, unless you're hooked up through some computer, it's either your phone, your laptop, your whatever device. If you don't have access to Internet, you can't go be a good person because, you know, your well-being is tied to that computer. Your education is tied to that computer. Your health care is tied to that We lost a Lynn there. Sorry about that. Uh, let me see if we can get her back because uh, we're coming up on the end of the show here. Let's see if she answers or if she's cut off. She lost something there. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm sorry. sorry. About that. I don't That's know okay. what happened. No, it, you just dropped out on the call. Go ahead and finish your thought. Oh, I just was going to say, as far as the HR, I don't know what the last thing you heard was, was that the, with the digital equity grants that are supposed to be coming, everyone in America has to be hooked to some sort of uh, digital device because if they aren't, they can't go be a good citizen. 
they can't have good health care, they can't have good education, they can't have a good job if they're not hooked up to a computer. Well, no, what this is setting up is not that you're going to have a good job or good health care or good education. What this is setting up is that you're going to be tracked every stinking place you go. That computer will control you. And it's going to tie to the next generation 911 funding that they want to update. And the 911 funding uses not just phone calls, and I have that image for folks, but it uses text messages and pictures and everything else that will be able to be accessed. So if you think this is just about education, it is so not. This is about control. Well, it absolutely is. And let me let me respond to uh, Peggy Evans. Our president said he wants to not want us to pay back deferred taxes. He wants it to be straight cut. But if he is not reelected, then we will have to pay them back. He did not lie to anyone. He told us exactly the truth about this. And I go, Peggy, listen to me very carefully. If he's telling you the truth, then why for four years has he continually supported taking your taxes to do what we're talking about. Either you are willfully ignorant or you're part of controlled opposition and a troll. I don't think you're a troll, but here's the thing. Look at what the man does, not what he says. James 2. Read James 2, Peggy, and you'll see exactly what I'm saying. What does Donald Trump believe? Look at what he does. Not what he says. Look at what he does. If he continues to sign every Democrat-sponsored bill in the House, don't tell me he's different than the Democrats. Don't tell me that. Because if you do, then you look to me like you're not paying attention to what's going on. And you're being saturated in whatever media outlet that you're being in instead of looking to the law and said, the law says you can't do this. Donald Trump says, the heck with the law. I'll just do what I want. I'll write an executive order saying, all you people on, um, what's the thing that they get when they're out of the job? I'm having a moment. Unemployment. Here. Unemployment. I'll, I'll just extend that myself. Well, wait a minute, Mr. President. You don't have that authority. In fact, Congress doesn't have that authority because we never authorized welfare in this country under our Constitution. Sorry, folks. We didn't authorize it. Lynn, I'm getting worked up here because I see this it's stuff. Okay. And it, it, but it's, it's it drives okay. me crazy. Here's the thing. We've got about 30 seconds. Do you need to carry over a little bit? Uh, just a, just a smidge. Just okay. A smidge. People on Red, Red State Talk Radio will uh, be on YouTube, will be on Facebook, uh, the other places that I mentioned at first. Lynn, you got about 10 seconds before we go off the air. Tell people where they can find out more about you. CommonCoreDiva.com. All right. That's Lynn Taylor. Lynn, we appreciate you as always on Rotten to the Core Wednesday. Folks, we'll see you in 23 hours. In fact, we're going to have Lynn back. It's going to be part two of this. And we're going to get into some more of these things. Um, the archive today, we're going to have all the information, all of the documents, all of these bills that she's talking about. Don't miss it. 23 hours. See ya. Okay, Lynn. All right, we're back here. Sorry I got on, off on a rant there. Uh, the no, more I, the no, more it's I been hear, that kind of a sh- it- it's been that kind of a show because, you know, we've both ranted, so that's okay. But, no, I want to point out deferred taxes. That's what bonds are, okay? And in the, the HR2 Act, 
increase in federal investments. Now, what does that mean? An increase in federal investments are going to be across the board, whether it's education, whether it's your property, whether it's any of this other stuff. And what that means is that the, the government is going to come in and take us is what it means. Now, as far as bonds go, in HR2, the Moving Forward Act, $10 billion for school bonds from a federal level. Now, the states can get those particular bonds to go for education. They have to use uh, 10% of that, though, for digital learning. It has to be for digital um, hooking up your kids to, to whatever system. All right? If that's not bad enough, uh, the bonds, you can earn credits against those bonds. Doesn't say how else you're going to have to pay those bonds back because absolutely you will because it is not uh, a gift. It is pretty much a loan and, you know, you have deferred payments. Well, that means if you don't pay it, your kids are going to pay it or your kids, you know, three generations from now are still going to have to pay this particular thing. But part of the credits that come with these these um, federal bonds for schools includes environmental justice credits. And I don't mean environment as in the birds and the trees and, and you know, nature. While that's part of the credit system, no, the environment is social credit systems that we see in places like China. Well, yeah, and, and of course, we're told that China's our enemy, and they are. They are communistically. Their ideology is that. But what, let me ask people, just stop and think. I, don't give me an emotional response. Don't give me your pre-programmed, brainwashed, propagandized response. And I don't mean that to to diminish anybody. I'm saying, look, if you if you listen to conservative talk radio, if you watch quote-unquote, conservative talk television, whatever the case may be. You're being inundated with propaganda, too. It's part of why I don't watch it. You say, well, how do you write articles? Look, I'll get clips, and I respond with my own thinking according to the Word of God and according to the Constitution. That's what I do. I'm, I'm honest mm-hmm. about it. I, I don't sit here and have Fox News going all day long. In fact, we cut off television. We only We only had cable because it... It um, it made our our internet cheaper. We didn't have to pay thirty dollars for unlimited internet. We could pay maybe ten dollars for unlimited internet and television. So, and we already watched the thing. In fact, I'm sending the stuff back this week. The uh, the equipment. Uh, we hardly watch the stuff. So, folks, the the point is is this: What are you feeding on? I think this is important, Lynn. Mm-hmm. Are you feeding on the Word of God? That's one. That's the most important thing. Are you feeding on the Word of God? Do you even know the Constitution? See, most people say they're constitutionalists, and they couldn't tell you what the first ten amendments are. They couldn't tell what? you what, what the limits of Congress are in Article One. They couldn't tell you the limits of the president in Article Two. They couldn't tell you any of that. It's just, well, our guy is better than the other guy. His... He's got more muscles. He's got more flex. He can tell more your mama jokes against the opposing team than they can. And this is as far as they go, Lynn. It's really, it's a sad thing when people can't stop and say, well, wait a minute. 
I know this guy has whatever your political jersey is on. And he maybe he just made the slam dunk with your mama joke on the other team. But you continue to follow after that. And here, here's the thing I want to I present, Lynn, because you've been one. We've seen the videos. We've showed the videos where you've gone to your county council, local, not, not federal. And I think this is the thing. Uh, I've been to the state capitol um, around here at the, the county level and stuff. People don't understand that all politics, catch this people, all politics is local. Because you can stop, you can stop whatever is going on at the federal level or even at the state level with local politics. You can say, um, you went outside the boundaries of the Constitution and the agreement that we have with one another, and no, we're not. We're going to ignore you. In fact, what you should do is not just ignore you with um, nullification, but we're going to... We're going to do it in such a fashion, and this is what I called for in the militia. Folks, you are the solution. Not Donald Trump, not the Republican Party, not the federal government, not the state government. You are the solution. You are. And if you don't solve this, if you don't solve it, they're going to run roughshod right over you. And part of the militia, its construct within their constitution is to enforce the laws of the union. So if you don't see the laws of the union being enforced, if you see them being usurped and trampled upon, it's up to you to stop it. You're the militia. Now, is that well regulated? Yes. It's supposed to be regulated by the state. You choose your officers, but you have to stand up. This thing that's going on with education, Lynn, again, it's one of the most important things because it takes so long. People, we're so conditioned in our mindset that if somebody comes in and they write a bill that says, oh, we can't have a bump stock like uh, the Trump administration did, unconstitutionally, illegally, and criminally, I'm going to just tell you, or, hey, we're going to whatever you know Biden's issue is. We can take the Democrats too, and we could say both of them are doing things that are unconstitutional. And we could say they're unlawful and this, that, and the other. It is the people's responsibility to say, nope, uh, you don't have that authority, and we're going to stop you by whatever means, at whatever level, lawfully. We're going to do that. And the militia has the ability to stop that. They have the ability to put a stop to it But the people have to, and I hate even using the term wake up, but it is a biblical term in Romans um, to wake up, to get out of your slumber of whatever political party that you're giving your allegiance to. Look, I don't even, I'm going to tell you, I don't even like the Pledge of Allegiance. A lot of that comes from a socialist Baptist. Do your homework and see what that is. The Bible never commands me to do that. I'm a citizen of heaven first, a citizen of the South Carolina second. And the fact of the matter is, I owe my allegiance to the Lord Jesus Christ. Nobody else, no country, no no place on earth that I owe that to. And that ought to be enough for people, because if they know Jesus, they know he's, he's faithful to the truth and to the law. And yet, we get all this symbolism that goes on, and everybody makes a big deal about it. Instead of just enforcing the law, we, we don't enforce the law, Lynn. And part of that law is saying to representatives and senators and such, hey, 
you don't have authority to be writing these laws. And I think that's what you're getting at is you've got people like Senator Paul, people like Senator Scott, um, Lamar Alexander, the Trump administration, the Bush administration, excuse me, the Bush, the Biden administration, Kamala Harris. If they if they were to get into office, all of this would be unconstitutional. All of it. Yeah, but you've got people who who trust the false narrative, and that's the problem. They're they're okay. And and here's, I hate to go here, but think about an abusive relationship, and one's always doing all the awful stuff to the other one, and the other one, I'm you know I'm just going to keep putting up with it. I'm just going to keep putting up with it. Well, that's exactly where we are. It doesn't matter who is in that White House. They are our abuser, and we are the ones who are stupid enough to keep hanging around because, after all, so-and-so's in the uh, White House, and so-and-so's going to take care of us no matter how crappy they treat us. Well, no, I completely agree. I completely agree. All right, um, let's. right, we've got a couple of things here. Uh, and, by the way, folks, we'll have this up later at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Uh, both segments, because apparently we got cut off in the middle of uh, our broadcast. So we'll have both those segments, but the podcast continued, so you'll be able to listen to that if you want to do that. Um, Lynn has a couple of articles she's put out since last week. Uh, Education Progress Part 3, and also Progress Tyranny, or Progressive Tyranny Part 4. That's going to be available at sonsoflibertymedia.com. You can uh, be able to push into those and, uh, and to to read what she's done. Again, it's a labor of love for Lynn. Uh, Common Core Diva, if you want to support her, CommonCoreDiva.com. You can support her efforts there. Um, and I'm thinking there was one other thing I wanted to get to, uh, but I think I showed all these bills that we had from uh, the announcement yeah. from Tim Scott and yeah. also from Rand, Rand Paul. And right. um, and all of those links will be on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. You can check them out. Right. Later and if this folks morning. Don't, yep, go ahead, yeah, go ahead. If folks don't understand what part three and part four are, those those are the last two. I did a four part series on HR two, and so those are just the last two. So last week we did parts one and two, and then this week we've done you know brief touches of three and four. But all that information is on the the website, so you can get it because we've got to know what's in HR two. It's a two thousand twenty seven. 100 pages plus and so those four articles dissect what the most important stuff we need to know did i cover absolutely everything in the 2700 pages no but i have page numbers and section numbers and i have the really scary stuff that we need to be knowing about because locally this is what you were go this goes back to what you were saying about being vocal and local is you know let them know. I don't like any of this. It's an HR2. This is not going to help our nation. What it's going to do is it's going to force climate change, and it's going to force social justice, and it's going to force so yep. many things that we don't want in America. But, you know, we're going to see people just, ah, you know what, so-and-so sponsored it, and this one's behind it, and that's good enough for me. Well, no, it doesn't need to be good enough for you because it's going to ruin you. 
No, I couldn't agree more. Uh, there are a couple of questions here, Lynn, within the, and a couple of statements I want to refer to. Uh, Timothy says, sure. everyone making the mistake that thinking that Republicans and Democrats are at war with each other, they aren't. It's a show. I agree. Timothy, it's mm-hmm. WWE DC. It's the, it's the SmackDown. It's the Royal Rumble. That's, that's what I've always said. Uh, yeah. people can't, people can't grasp that Donald Trump was groomed by the media for decades. And all of a sudden they turned on him because all of a sudden he's conservative. Come on, people. You're smarter than that. You're smarter than that. Or you should be. Uh, Valerie asks, can someone please tell me what this is all about? Um, she says, uh, we're screwed from both sides. Yes, Valerie, you are, unless you stand up and oppose it. That's the point. You you have to oppose this stuff. You can't go along with the status quo. Republicans are feeding you the same dog bowl that the Democrats are feeding it to you. They're just feeding it to you with a little sweetener in it. I don't know if that's a proper way to say it, but that's the whole point. Look, Thomas, let me give this, and I'm going to let Lynn have the last word. A couple of years ago, Thomas Massey out of Kentucky, he's a Republican guy, and if you go to the Freedom Index, which is on the New American, this guy is as close to constitutional voting as you'll ever get. This is the guy who is that out of the House and the Senate. This is the guy who does it. Okay, he he does what he says. Okay. This guy told us back then, Republicans and Democrats both were going after your guns. And this is how they're doing it. And that's on Guns in the News. You can put in Thomas Massey. Um, I want to say both parties, put that in the search engine, you'll find it. And you can watch him tell you. We've been trying to get him on the show because when he voted on this COVID stimulus stuff, you have to understand, it was like Obamacare. It was a bill, most people don't even know, Obamacare was a bill, I think, about automobiles. It was about the um, cash for clunkers kind kind of stuff. I think that's what it was. I may be wrong about that, don't quote me on it, but I think that's what it was. That's what it was. And when it was sent to the Senate, they gutted the whole thing and they stuck Obamacare in there. Then they sent it back to the House. They voted on it, passed it. It was completely unconstitutional. The whole thing was unconstitutional. And Thomas Massey said, this is what was going on with the Knicks program. This is what was going on with this, that, and the other. But Thomas Massey, last year in January 2019, he voted for what became this COVID stimulus bill this year. And that went through July, I think, of last year, 2019. It sat there until March of this year. And then when it came up again and they stuffed these trillions of dollars of fascism, that's what it is. There's no nice way to say it. And Donald Trump signed it, so don't tell me he's the good guy in this. Okay? All of them have a part to play. Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Mitch McConnell... Kevin McCarthy, all these knuckleheads out there are looking out for them. They aren't looking out for you, and they aren't sticking to the law. Okay? They signed that. And Thomas Massey said, wait a minute, I want to vote with people's names on it. Why? Because that's what the Constitution demands. I've read you guys that out of, uh, I believe it's Article 1 that's in there, to where the yeas and nays have to be recorded by name. What does Donald Trump say? Thomas Massey needs to be kicked out of the Republican Party. He's just a grandstander. Well, who knows more than a grandstander himself? The chosen one, the king of Israel, the second coming of God, according to some people. And he accepts that. Folks, these people are not on your side. They're not representative of the people that I see in this group here. And I can tell you yesterday, 
from watching the thing with Laura Trump pushing out, and again, it's eye candy, that's what it is. They don't have any substance there. There's no substance. It's just, well, Joe Biden is just, he's mental. Well, no, everybody knew that. Who needs somebody to tell you that? Yeah, Joe Biden is mental. He's got real problems. He's got criminal problems, too. So does Kamala Harris. I don't need to tell people they have problems here. The problem is you accept because they have problems, because they're immoral, because they're unlawful. The other side is just and moral and righteous. That's the problem. That's the deception that's going on. And this attack on us and our children, guess what? It's coming from both these political parties, both of them. And with that said, I'm going to leave it at that, okay? Come back to tell you goodbye after this. Lynn, I'm going to leave with you. Tell people where they can find out more about you and any comments you want to have on what I just said. Well, I just want to say, as fun as this one's been about, you know, <laughs> the, the, the government coming at us with money and, and ill will and all that kind of stuff, that um, tomorrow's show, oh, my goodness, if you ever wondered about Antifa, if you ever wondered about Occupy Wall Street, and the United Nations, and the Luzan, uh, Luzan Convention. I have tied it all together in one article that will blow your socks off. And I just really hope people will tune in for that one because it is absolutely shocking what um, I was able to find out that is uh, coming. It's already in our education, but it's coming even, uh, it's being magnified a thousand percent through what is going through supposedly our education system, not just in the public schools, but in our communities as well. So you can find me on commoncordiva.com. If you feel so led to donate, you are more than welcome to. If not, that's okay too. You can find me on Twitter, Parlor, MeWe, Local Activist, uh, USA.life, and you can find me on uh, Breaking News, journal and that is on roku and fire stick all right lynn we appreciate you as always um thank you for your time and i hope your daughter gets well so that you can return home which i know you're eager to do and uh, folks let me just respond to one thing peggy look (laughs) the claim if you do not vote for president trump you're voting in to turn america into socialist communist country hello peggy wake up the stimulus bill this year is socialism The Trump Treasury Department buying out securities is communism. The public partnerships, uh, public-private partnerships that we've been talking about on this show on Wednesdays with Lynn all over the place is fascism. It's not going to be turned into that. We are that. So stop. Wake up. Open your eyes. Look at the definitions. Find out what has brought you in history and stop buying the lies and repent. Do what is right before God. Quit following the, 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 the orchestrated media puppets and Federal Reserve puppets and globalist puppets that are put in place that tell you what you want to hear, what your itching ears want to hear, but then watch what they do. They promote the same junk and lawlessness as the other side. Okay? Folks, God have mercy on us because I'm telling you, if he doesn't have mercy on us, ain't nobody going to have it. There's nobody going to have it. 
But there is hope. I don't want to leave you in a gloom and doom because I don't believe in that stuff. If we would repent, get off the political party idolatry, whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, whichever one you're idolizing, if you'd get off of that and you'd stick to the law, we'd see God heal our land and we'd be the instruments used by him to heal our land. But we won't do that. What we want to do is we want to sit back and say, I voted, I voted, I feel patriotic. This guy, my God, is going to take care of I know you say he's not your God, but that's the way you look at it. He's going to solve all the problems. He's going to solve all the problems. Guys, there ain't no man going to solve all the problems. And until the people get back to the word of God and press the law to be enforced, nothing's going to change. It's going to keep going down. It's going to get worse and worse and worse. Read Leviticus 26. Worse and worse. Read the book of Revelation. Worse and worse and worse judgments. That's what we're facing. And you've heard the news. It's coming in the next couple of months. I really, I believe that. I see it. I see it being set up. There needs to be repentance among God's people. If you name the name of Christ, don't talk to me about Trump. Don't talk to me about the Republican Party. Don't talk to me about the Democrat Party. You talk to me about the Word of God and the law, and then you repent before God. Then, then we can have agreement. Which God? The God of the Bible, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, Michelle, the creator, the one our founders referenced when they talked about him in the Declaration of Independence, not Allah, not the Hindu gods of the Bhagavad Gita or any of this other stuff. The true God, the true and living God, the one who made all things invisible and visible. The fact that we have to ask that question, which God tells me how far we have strayed from our foundations and tells me how ignorant people have been of our foundations. What's it going to be, America? It's up to you. What are you going to do? What are you going to do with the truth? You're going to believe the lies? You're going to continue to hang on to those lies? You're going to be like that guy in um, what was the, 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 the Matrix who said, oh, I think ignorance is bliss. Just stick me back in the matrix. Let me believe the lies. I don't want to deal with the truth. Are you going to deal with the truth? It's one or the other. You're going to believe the lies. You're going to believe the truth. My hope and prayer is that you believe the truth. I'm not looking to make enemies with anybody. Michelle's laughing. Yeah, you know what, Michelle? God laughs at those who laugh at him. Psalm 2. He sits on his throne and he laughs at people like that who want to break their bands asunder. But God laughs at them and he puts his king on his holy hill of Zion, 1 Corinthians 15, and he is subduing all of his enemies until the last day. So laugh it up now because later on there won't be time to laugh. And uh, the fact of the matter is there's a real need of repentance among God's people, those who name the name of Christ. You guys have a great day. 23 Hours will be back with Lynn again, and uh, we're going to be talking over the issue. We're going to continue on this, but there's there's multifaceted. She's written four articles on this, and there's a lot of information here, so we'll see you then. All right? Take care. See ya.